Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment Podcast. It's yours truly, Ashley Chandler, Pastor Jim Parkin, and we're back for another amazing episode of the Lighthouse Experiment Podcast. Might not be amazing, but it's another episode. It is another episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, we're here to serve those that serve. Um, This podcast is for first responders and veterans and all you incredible medical workers out there. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to tell you an experience that happened this week. So there was this gentleman and he was, he was sick, some mental health things and stuff like this, but apparently, and he was pretty big. I think maybe 400 to 450. Okay. Fortunately, we were able to get Tim to stand and walk. Okay. But for the previous three days, he had been laying on his bed and not really responding to his family. So there was quite a bit of, pee and or poop from like the top of his head to the soles of his feet oh buddy and it was gnarly it's weird it's a weird situation because as we get him to the hospital then there's like all the nurses had seen him before i had never right i had never seen a dude before but like everyone's like yeah every now and again he like stops taking the meds okay and that's what happens it was terrible but we I had to bad, get help. Though, that whoever was taking care of him wasn't cleaning him up. But I imagine that's kind of difficult. Too. And they were super upset because then they thought, like, we were going to turn them in. And I was like, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> like, super old lady. And I'm certain there's no way your 80-pound human body is going to be able to hoist this dude up. Yeah. So yeah. this is what it is. Just, like, be sure to call sooner. Yeah, that's kind of scary. That's for sure. But that's also that's an interesting way to look at it, and that like to be to be worried that you get jammed up, like no one's coming and helping me. But I don't want to call anybody because I don't want to get, you know, yeah, get in the heat for not taking good care of. Anyway, sad situation. We got him to McLaren. I don't know what happened from there. Like he was gonna live. I know. I know that much. That's good. So, on kind of a positive note, um, old friends of ours that we're hoping maybe we'll get on the podcast soon at some point. I think we one of us has to make a call in the first place. But anyways, I think it's super cool. A couple weeks ago, I ran into a friend at church and didn't realize that he had gone back to become um, a local firefighter. Oh yeah, yeah. We talked so, about this. I won't drop any names because I haven't even asked him to be on the podcast. But um, I just thought it's phenomenal that, I mean, he's he's Nick and I's age. So he's, you know, mid-30s or whatever. And I just think it's phenomenal that besides his regular gig and, you know, kids and wife and family and all the things that they have going on, that he would go back and do all that and stuff. I, th- I think his dad was a police officer. So I do know that there's public servant in his family and stuff like that. But um, I just thought that was, I, w- I was just very much in awe and, and thought that was really neat 
to kind of have it be like backwards, you know, not so much. Hey, I went into the thing really early on and then like switched careers. It's mm-hmm. I'm doing this thing and then I'm going back to to serve my my community in this way and stuff. Yeah. And he was explaining, super cool. um, forget what it's called, but it's when the pressure and heat in a house gets so incredibly hot that ugh, like the air is on fire. I don't know how to describe Flash it. Flashover. Yeah, and so they were doing training where trainings where they're in a shipping container, and they're in the upper part, but they've got the bottom part of it like on fire, so they can see what it looks like to have all that stuff, like what it looks yeah. like visually and stuff. I feel that heat, man. Mm-hmm. Because he's like that. Mm-hmm. That's the type of stuff that will literally just melt your equipment. It's mm-hmm. so blazing hot and stuff. So um, I don't know. I find that stuff fa- fascinating. I don't know if it's the eight-year-old kid in me that grew up watching Mr. Rogers Neighborhood or what it is but um I don't know I just there's even down to the science of stuff like that how that all works and that we have that level of technology to be able to combat like even to the point where he explained that they I didn't realize as a regular civilian that when firefighters go into a fire they fight it from the inside out because that makes sense, right? If you want to put out a fire, you want to stop it from the point of the fire, right? Not just putting water on the right. outside and stuff. So, But those are just simple things that I just never knew and kind of assumed. So I'm just learning more and more even, you know, and I always will because yeah. I'm not doing the job, you know. So there's more that I don't know about and aren't aware of. And so I just, I think that's cool. So that's kind of a fun thing that I um kind of ran into a couple weeks ago so so yeah it's, it's very cool and there's it's interesting because you were talking about like this the science and the technology of our equipment yeah but there's a little bit of a, a hesitancy because the better it gets the problem is the better it gets the deeper like we'll push it oh yeah that's true you know i mean yeah that's true like for years and years and we have these nomex hoods that we wear to obvious for obviously to protect our ears and our head and our necks and all that stuff. But for years, Chicago fire didn't use those. And they literally would go and, and when their ears, like they could feel the heat on their ears, like not till their ears were burning, but once they was too hot, then it was too hot. And that's where they'd stop. But we get ourselves so protected and it's rated for so much heat. But now you're pushing that boundary a bit more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like human nature? We're just going to keep pushing that boundary as far as we can go. And you're talking about dudes who are, you know, wired to do that anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're. This dude is definitely wired to push boundaries. Like in a great way. Like (laughs) so excited to get involved, get on that nozzle and be right up on them in that heat. Telling you what, you'll push that. We'll see how deep you can get. That's crazy, man. That's really crazy. It's fun, though, man. It's so fun. It is fun. On a dark rabbit hole, Nick and I went back last year at some point and watched. Um, there's a whole documentary on World War II and all the main, like, events during it. And one of them was when they, oh, shoot, I forget what city it was in Europe, but they came through and they really thought that there was going to be, like, combating airstrike. But there wasn't. So everybody that had artillery to drop on the city did. And this entire city just, like, burned overnight. Well, people went into shelters. Well, they went into shelters and they weren't actually fit to be fire shelters. 
And so it, it was just all the details and the travesty of this entire thing was incredible and how fast the fire burned. So just the whole science of fires and how tragic they are is incredible. You know, so then you sit out at your bonfire and roast marshmallows and it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just crazy. Fire is cool, man. The same thing it's very that, cool. you know, helps us cook food and, you know, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I have not seen a new flashlight in here, bud. Will you close the door because we're recording right now? Thank you, son. Love it. Had a visit from Mr. Isaac Chandler. Oh my gosh. On this week's episode. He's famous. Isaac got his 15 seconds of fame. <laughs> amazing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, man. All that stuff's super cool. And just like the tech from when I started in EMS till now. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the things we're true. expected to know and do. Like when I first started, I first got my medic license. We definitely had cardiac monitors, but they were the ones that were like, had the paddles. Yeah. So you put that lube stuff on there and be like, <laughs> it'd make all the sounds. <laughs> but we didn't, we weren't really trained to read 12 lead, to read a full EKG. Okay. So for us, it was, it was a three lead monitor, lead one, lead two, lead three. And if lead two, had ST segment elevation, so if the monitor paper, the rhythm looks like an actual, looks like a fire helmet with kind of the shield and the helmet. Okay. If it had that, it would be like, oh, snap, they're having a heart attack. And we'd put the lights and sirens and drive real fast. And then, like, a year, maybe a year and a half into it, then all of a sudden we went through, like, this full, huge, they just really started you know, down the pipe came all this 12 lead training. We got to be able to call these from the field and all these other things. And then through the years of training, like actual like paramedics in the field, we can call uh, what they call a STEMI, an ST elevation MI, myocardial infarction. Okay. We can call that from the field with a rate of accuracy at like 98%. That's pretty good. But cardiologists usually are still like, nap. I'm going to have to see it for myself. <laughs> well, of course. But like, <laughs> They're going to need to see everything. But, you know, it's uh, it's pretty cool Well, even to the, watch the-, the AED machines now. Yeah. Yep. Right? So my Anybody oldest, can use it. Which is phenomenal because, yeah. may, I mean, maybe you've gone and learned CPR. Maybe you haven't and stuff. I know that my oldest went through and did a first aid class last summer before doing babysitting and I sat there right with her not to like mommy be over her shoulder but because I hadn't learned any of this stuff right man. and so um but just the fact that somebody could confidently use a machine and yeah. be steady for a longer period of time you know because you just you just never know you know what I mean That's well what's deal. what's cool too is there's there's a, a a level at least for me so I'll speak for myself there's a level I see of the pompousness, like the arrogance of medicine has been dialed down a little bit just to be like literally anybody can use it. You can go run and grab an AED. The pads, the little patches you use, they have the picture on them on where you place it and you turn yep. it on and it talks you through all the prompts. Yes. Yes, it does. You, you just yep. can't go wrong. Right. And 
and years ago, it'd be like, no, that's, this is doctor level stuff. We aren't going to tell those lowly civilians, those lay people. You don't need to know. <laughs> but no, like, seriously, it was though. like the, the thing that I've taught a couple of times. I did a class at the uh, You Can Survive thing last year for Stop the Bleed. Stop the Bleed is a national campaign, much like CPR was back in the day, to show people how to correctly use a, uh, what you call it, a tourniquet. tourniquet. Yeah. How to pack a wound. You don't just wrap it now or put pressure. You take your gauze and you jam it in there. There's a penetrating wound. You just start packing it until it stops really? bleeding. Yeah. But these are those things, man. You start teaching these classes so everybody can, like, so soccer mom can use it, you know. Shout out soccer moms. That's yeah. Pretty, I'm not a, a soccer mom, but world, I drive but a minivan with a bunch of kids. So, word. That's, that's something. But, like, you know what I mean? But so really, I mean, if matter. somebody was at a game, if my kid was at the school, if yeah. something happened to make us that much more capable of being able to save that life or get that time, because a lot of it is just mm-hmm. getting you guys that time to get to that person, right? If you can buy us some time, it's going to be. In the heat of the moment, it might not look like we appreciated you, but we're going to. Well, like, you're you're in the zone though. You're going right to like, train you know what I mean. Do the directive. So, but that's cool stuff, man. When you really look at it's it, really take cool. a step back from your, you know, because as you know, I pride myself on being the best that there ever was at this game. I don't know that that's true, but in my own reality. It's for sure true. But then you also get to be the best by helping others be better. So, you know, yeah, it all circles around. It's that circle of yep. EMS life. Yeah. But it's cool, though. It really is, sincerely. It's cool to see people be able to to do that those steps in yep. medicine. Yeah. Because it is really life-saving stuff. That's the CPR, like the chest compressions, is really what the only thing you got to worry about you know, initially. So if you can do chest compressions and work in AED, you're going to have us that much further. And, and also the, the idea for, for us to go into each situation, because there's, there was a generation of us basically like, you know, like it was this cardiac arrest. It just, you just kind of, there was a mindset of just going through the motions. You're just putting on a show, families all around. But this generation coming up now, I'm really like, I really like what I hear. They're they're going into every situation like, oh, we're going to win this. That's cool. This is a thing, and we're going to do all the things, and we're going to win this right now. Now, it's a horrible way to say it. We win some, you lose some. But, you know, sometimes people just don't come back from that. But sometimes they do. Yeah. And, like, never in my career have I heard people get, uh, it's called ROSC or return of spontaneous circulation Okay. more often than they do now with this generation coming up. Like, That's really cool. It's the Sarah Kern generation and Dan Craig, his well, generation. months ago, I think and it was. And all these people, man, and it's just. It was a while back. It was at one of the community nights, but I, and I don't know if it was Sarah or not, but it, I think she might've been the person telling the story and how they had somebody, maybe it might've been Jason, um, I forget who it was, but anyhow, they were talking about a guy that they really didn't think it yeah. was going to work, but they did all the things. And I mean, so that's where it's like, you can't 
go and make an assumption. So you just got to go in and do everything you can do. Yeah, just then, do the things, man. It's crazy. But then I imagine, too, when things don't go right, you've got to be able to go home and go to bed, too, and sleep and rest, right. you know? Like, I get that. And but, that makes so sense. if you've done all the things, there's never, there's never a moment where you're like, oh, I mean, like, maybe if we would have tried to give bicarb or maybe we would have put, like, done one more round of epinephrine maybe if we and if you just do the things and that person still passes away you know you know legally and in your heart that you did all the things and you just can you can move on so moral of the story don't take shortcuts do all the things yeah no it's good yeah man good stuff so what else you got um when this episode posts, mm-hmm. I'll be getting ready to go on vacation. Where are you going? We are taking. We are doing a family vacation to the Cedar Point Water Park. Just the water park? Mm-hmm. Just the water park. Because the only kid big enough to go to the rides and stuff would be Colleen. Kira could go too, but Kira gets motion sickness, so I don't think that she would really... It's a bad call. She's not going to enjoy that. Also, you, you don't want to do... I don't know about you guys... So I'm going to ask you, are you the type of people <laughs> that would go spend a minute in the regular park and then go to the water park and now you're no. all wet and then you come back no. out? No, that right? seems So you got to do ridiculous. one one day. You got to do one or the one. other. Now, I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. why. Chafing. That's why. Because ah. humans chafe. And if you're, you're all wet... <laughs> And you're all walking around there. That's fair. That's very fair. Unless you're going to wear all the synthetic, non-cottony things to try to make that work. But no, I, I feel like it'd just be more conducive to just do things separately. But yes. no, I mean, and I, and <laughs> I'm not saying all this to like tout like, ooh, we're going on vacation. It's this is a big deal. So those of you that have been listening to this podcast for a while, ooh, or have been part of our community, the T. Te- you know, lighthouse community. You know, it's um, been a little bit difficult, even with COVID, um, to get out and about and stuff and do all this stuff. So we right. have not done a family vacay since Isaac was little, like a formal, like we're going away for a couple. Like we've done things up north with grandma and grandpa and things like that. Um, but to spend the money and the time to go take everybody together we have not done that since at least before isla and isla will be three this summer and stuff so um, yeah we didn't go anywhere when i was pregnant so so it's been like probably almost four at least four or five years you know so So you guys will be getting ready to leave and we'll have just come back yeah because carrie and i are going to traverse city that's so good you know what i mean and we haven't done that we haven't gone anywhere just us in a minute Ever, man. It's been so long. But it's like good for you guys. Well we went to when we went and got Duke when we drove to Iowa for the dog, that was That was a day like trip the, though, wasn't it? That, that was no, it was a night trip, man. That was like the <laughs> that was the coolest freaking date night of all time. That's so cool. That's so went cool. there, we stopped in I don't remember where, I think by Lansing and had Chick-fil-A and then drove on to Iowa. Slept for a minute in a hotel, got up, went to some place out in the middle of literal nowhere. Well, there was a gas station, so it wasn't really nowhere, but there was a gas station and a flashing light. <laughs> That's, nowhere. People, That's nowhere. People came. Well, it's somewhere to <laughs> them. But they, well, that's fair. That's fair. They came and they brought this puppy, and then we drove all the way back to Michigan with this brand new puppy. And then 
That was for Duke? That was Duke. Oh, Duke. And then we got Frankie shortly thereafter. Now, you guys want to pray for something. Frankie and Duke could go to doggy boot camp tomorrow. Ooh. So they go to do they go uh, like away? A, go away like a yeah man. It's like a border boarding okay. training thing where they they learn to do all the things. That's good. Well, they'll be all proper and whatnot. I'm sure they'll still be super derpy because that's wow. just how they are. They're they a little bit like, doodle, so I mean they will be. <laughs> <laughs> so they came running up on the deck today. Like yeah. Duke came first and he like bailed out, like fell up the stairs. And Carrie and I were like, what? And then like right after that, here comes Frankie. Cause like once one realizes the other one isn't nearby, they come find the other That's one. That's hilarious. So she comes booking up the stairs, same spot, boom, falls up the stairs. I think I'm kidding. Like you're don't get broken. Smart, you're going breeds. to de- you're going to school tomorrow. <laughs> don't get broken now. Oh, you guys. Oh, but. man. No, that's good, know. man. Taking that time away and stuff. I think we were talking about that. Leanne and I were talking about that. Shout out to you, Leanne. She was doing garden. I think they were going doing garden beds or something this weekend mm-hmm. and stuff. They're doing a lot of work. But they were talking about that, too. Just um, time together. Or we were talking about that, all of us. Um, all of us mamas last uh, week at house church. Just talking about the time away and how that looks different with all of us couples. And whether that's a date night each week or if it's just watching a movie when the kids in, are in bed or something, but mm-hmm. that just taking that time with family and friends oh, yeah, and man. our spouses is really, really good, you know? So, yeah, you know, and stuff. especially to kind of transition back to what our mission here is, these first responder spouses, you know what I mean? That's like, and you've been around us all enough so you know, you understand, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. that's a different level. It is. You know what I mean? That is like truly, and, that's, and I, I deliberately don't say wives. I say spouses because right. Right. I know tons, excuse me, female firefighters and female police officers and female paramedics where their husbands do something in another industry. Yeah. So... You know, or sometimes same thing. Maybe they're both cops just for different agencies. But Yeah, yeah. But that's a big thing. Like if one of you is not in the, in the first responder community or, or armed forces community, just it's just a different level. And it's almost like I can't really describe it, not to diminish it, but it's one of those things that maybe we should have a first responder spouse on here. Because it's one of those things like if, unless you, like if you That'd know, cool. you know. That'd be cool. Right. That'd be really cool. I've been fortunate with my lovely bride in that she has never, ever asked me to do my job less than I do my job. And she just doesn't worry. She, in her very practical, very organized mind, she sees no point in it. Right. It doesn't benefit her. Well, remember when we had Betsy Selvig on? Except for COVID, she did. I will just interject that. Well, yeah, because that really, in a different, a very different way, impacted your entire family, how you came home and had to do all the things and stuff. So, I mean, it really did change a lot of dynamics with all that and stuff. But um, I remember Betsy Selvig, when she was on talking about all that, she's like, I could get on because when um, Blake was over serving, when he was Mm -hmm. deployed, she's like, I could see the news and the Facebook group and people and family texting and stuff. And she's like... You know, unless I had the facts and knew whether or not 
he was safe or where he was or what he wasn't doing or whatever. She's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it didn't help her to be at home agonizing over all the what ifs. If, right. you know, she just had to, you know. Well, and that's the thing too. That's the thing for like, so for these fire departments where we're paid on call. So we have a pager at home and what would happen is the pager tones drop and the 911 dispatcher says, whatever the scenario we're responding to is now forever all that radio traffic would just come on those pagers so like a terrible mistake would be to leave that pager on and have your your family getting very limited information as to what was happening now we stay off that as soon as we're dispatched we go on to what they call a fire ground which this is a different more regulated channel so it's only that makes sense traffic for there but you know there's people that scan yeah which i for one don't understand that but yeah what is the thing there's a thing uh flint police operations is a facebook page okay and they'll post things like as they happen kind of public service announcement type things or? no like they they report they post on their page like every call that happens Really? So, like, you could watch that during the day. Oh, watch this. The light bulb's going on over your head. And you could see each time that Alpha 193 gets called out. That's interesting. <laughs> That's very interesting. And they'll, they'll give a little snippet of what we're going to. But here's the thing. You never know. So, if you want to, you if, like, literally, this is what I would say about that. The only good that could come from that is that would show you what it feels like to be a dispatcher. Because you will see the information of what we're going to. There might be one or two updates, but then they could leave you hanging. They could leave you hanging. Trouble still unseen. Yeah. And they're not, you're not going to, well, you'd know. But, like, other people aren't going to know that we're really not on scene. We're waiting for the police to come make sure it's safe. But you could get it in your head, like, oh, snap. Yeah. And now you're spending your whole day refreshing that that one post wondering what happened to those guys in that rig but that's what dispatchers go through they send us into this this crap and they don't get to know they don't get to know the whoever dispatches to that kid i was talking about earlier the kid that got burnt they don't know they don't know because it's not like i'm calling and telling them what happened they know we went on a call they know we transported and they know we got to hurley but they don't know the outcome because hmm. for them, it's just on to the next one and on to the next yeah. one and on to the next one. Yeah. It's really an underappreciated job. It really is. I don't know. I don't know. That was a rabbit hole. Sorry that about the rabbit, rabbit hole. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. We should get, man, we need to get some more dispatchers on here, like local ones. And mm-hmm. I don't know, just there's, you guys are. There's just a lot of cool people out there that I know. And it's, see, this is a funny thing. A lot of the folks that would be really cool to be on here, they're so humble. Just be like, nah, mm-hmm. nah, you know. But um, Yes, but that's the thing. And this is a good segue. Yeah. Because like we were talking about earlier. Now, listen, when I say this, I really don't know what season is what season on the TLE pod- <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but I will say this. On the next season of the TLE podcast, we are going guest specific our episodes are going to be all guest based so i have to be really good at getting you guys lined up way ahead of time but here's the truth people want to hear from you 
they want to hear from the people in our own little first responder community here in Genesee County. They want to hear from the nurses and the doctors yeah. and the paramedics and the firemen and the dispatchers and all of it. They want to hear your stories because when we follow our insights and we look at our plays, when it's just me and Ashley talking, as amazing as we are, <laughs> the listens seem to trend down. Uh, but when we have you guys on, it's because it's your people. Yeah. And you want to hear from your people. So yeah, I'm going to be out there recruiting. You know, we got to listen to our people, right? You know, I mean, as far as even just from a basic level of Gemini listening to what has value for this community, we, I mean, we're here for you guys. This is for you. Um, But also, I I totally get it. I mean, we're, we've said from the very beginning that this is a community that we're walking this out together. So if we're not literally walking this out together, then you're just listening to people monologue, which I mean, yes, we are giving everything that we have to this podcast and this community and to you. And so whatever I have to give, I'm giving it, but dude, I mean, we're doing this together. You know, uh-huh. there's, there's things that you have that need to be on this podcast. So people That's can right. be encouraged and uplifted by what you have to say. Absolutely. So, I don't know. Maybe it's something where, you know, you, I can be kind of that admin in that way to set it up. Like once you have that contact or that person, then I could like do the <laughs> call and set it smart. up. That might be, uh, you know, maybe. organization, <laughs> Is only really works for me when it comes to doing that's okay. one nine three specific things. Okay. But we all but have really, our things. No, it's right? Good. Hey, I know, I know, and I embrace it. I really do. I have people around me that organize and plan for me. But you know a lot of really amazing people because you are in the middle of all this stuff, you yeah. know, and because um, are you still well, well, are you still volunteering for the fire department? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you're in all these different locations and places and stuff. So it's Mm -hmm. really, I mean, it's really valuable. Right. And we want, well, we I'll speak for both of us. We want you guys to take some ownership in this podcast too. We want it to be our podcast that you guys are on sharing your stories and encouraging each other and doing the thing. And yeah, that's it. And I will say, too, that when people get on and they share, it's, I don't know, it's just, I know I say this a hundred times, probably almost every episode, but I'm just very humbled by it. And so when you see what we're doing and you, like, you share that vision and you support it and you're fighting with us in a way and, and doing the work with us, you're doing the mission with us when you get on this podcast and, or you listen to the podcast and you, you know, whatever it is, whatever, it just we're doing this together and it just, it humbles me. And even all the way back to the fact that I'm not a first responder and I get to even see a little smidgen of what you do and be a part of this community is extremely humbling. So yeah, yeah, let's do this, you know? Yeah. And then we got some events we're going to plan out and you can watch for that on the, the TLE social media. I'll start putting out some information, but we want to get some stuff back going, you know, like we all know COVID put the, put the brakes on a lot of the stuff, but we're ready to get back cracking and, yeah. and do the thing and, and have some, some events and yeah, bring around some food and stuff and all sorts of things. So I'm reaching out to some people and different agencies and start making some things happen. Cool. So other than that, house church is moving right along. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, Listen, 
If you listen to this podcast and I have invited you to the FCC Grand Blank House Campus private page, it's because what I'm trying to get you to do is come to church on Monday. <laughs> I don't know if you knew, but that was my backhanded way of saying, hey, you're part of this church, so you should be here on Mondays. So if you're free, come check us out. That's great. But I get it. We work in a world that's schedules are are demanding and they're strange and when you have just that one day off that you want to be with your people you should be with your people yeah but also understand that this is going to give you rest and fuel in a different way and so maybe Mm. for somebody that has not been to church in a while um you just kind of forget you know how something like this can be really good for you so um you know if you need to plan what getting out of work or what month you know what monday looks like before you scoot over to house church sometimes it takes a little bit of planning you know sometimes you can't just swing it you know so Uh you're not intentional about it and i was talking to somebody about this too like if you get home and you change out of your work clothes and you put on comfy clothes and you sit on the couch you're probably gonna stay home you're done for the night you're totally done for the night but if you are like, we're doing this and, you know, you work it out to make it happen, even if you need to scoot out early and, um, I don't know. I just, I just think that there could be a hundred different reasons why you don't make it happen, but I know that you'd be really, I mean. Even if you fall asleep on our couch. Dude. If you fall asleep on our couch, it's only like a 68% chance that someone would draw a mustache on you. But, you know. Or a dog would come and sniff your toes or something. <laughs> oh, they won't. They're going to lick your ears and stuff and probably. They're gross. No, they're going away to boot camp, man. They'll be okay. They'll be gone this week. They won't be here this Monday. Yeah. They'll already be in training. It's good, guys. There's a lot of good stuff happening. And I will say for myself, too, um, this year is going to be a really great year. And I've shared, I think, a few episodes ago that, you know, this is the year that I, I've been working on. I'm going to give myself credit that I can do more than I thought I was really willing to give myself a capacity for. And I know we're coming off a really crazy year. Um, And even just going to a normal thing like a grad party yesterday was weird and kind of like stirred up the whole, this was normal. And then we had all this crazy chaos and all the social issues and the friends and family fighting over stuff and everything. Like, it's just been a really crazy year. And so I think to still give us a little bit of space to realize that's going to take a minute. Um, but I know that in a space, in a safe space like this, to be able to just acknowledge it or just talk about whatever cool thing for the week um, is really, really helpful. So I don't know. It's going to be good, guys. So I just encourage you to just keep listening to this podcast. If you've got something to offer, please message Jim. Mm-hmm. Um, come be a part of stuff. Keep a lookout. Um, it's going to be a good year. We're on the up and up. This is, you know, yeah, man. we're not done, man. We got a lot of good stuff coming. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I will just add to with the house church, the main campus, the main freedom center campus, we're doing some a really good summer series. So the messages will be great. And then we're going to take it and immediately put it into application. So we're going to listen to the message and apply it immediately, kind of following the template that they're doing on Thursday nights at the main church. We're going to do immediately following. So it's going to be some good stuff, really good. Our pastor Jim likes to mix 
Bible and science, faith and science. It's cool to watch because it's his favorite thing, and I love watching my friend be so excited. He's super nerdy. It's great. <laughs> We're going into, like, he's diving into how the brain works, how we yeah, learn, man. how we heal. Like, it's so good. And then, like, looking at scripture and how it all, like, matches up. It's just, it's super good. Um, oh, and then I don't know if it's, um, if any of y'all would be interested to know, but um, there's going to be a kids, like, VBS type thing. It's called Explore this year, and that's happening the week after Father's Day. So not this coming week, but I believe would be the week after. Um, It's a free thing. It's in the evenings. Um, It's for elementary age kids and stuff, and it's super fun. So if you want, like, a full week of, like, date nights or going out to eat without your kids, um, and they're going to have— It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, Drop your kids off. They'll have a lot of—loads of fun, seriously. it's They make it super fun for all these kids. Speaking of VBS, if you're familiar, our listeners, what we used to do before, like back in the day when we were a little bit more (laughs) freewheeling, we would work the whole circuit. So we would go when the VBS season started. Yeah. Our kids would be on the VBS circuit for like a month and a half, like one week. (laughs) They're at New yeah, Life remember, up the yeah. street, dude. Yep. And they'd be in Linden all day long at a church. And I'd pick them up and go to Freedom Center for, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. And then it's just nothing but date nights, dude. It's the greatest. It's awesome. The first the first time I ran, I think it was two years ago. Well, obviously not last year, but the year before somebody else had. I'm like, you're you're seriously doing that? Like, why have yeah, I not dude. thought of this? Why am I just figuring this yeah. out now? Dude, it's amazing. Like, when amazing. when Avery was younger and stuff, and they were all going. So, like, Griffin, so Avery, and Zoe would go. Yeah. All of them. Dude, the circuit, like, for, like, four, six weeks or something. So, so good. Dude, so hey, good. look, if you got a whole gang of kids, like, you running squad deep like we are, if you can just get to the grocery store, just the two of us, mm-hmm. like these days, it gets so busy that we'll order out for like, like Canton, we'll get Chinese or get even like Domino's, as lame as that is. But then Carrie and I will ride to Domino's together, just us. Preach it. <laughs> dude. Oh, dude. I, you yeah. got to grab those opportunities, yes, man. Absolutely. So, yeah, if you have any more questions on that, that's on the Freedom Center I feel like website. I'm advocating for marriage ministry right now. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? There's all sorts of wonderful opportunities uh-huh. available. <laughs> but that's on the Freedom Center website backslash absolutely. or whatever it is and stuff. So you can sign your kids up for that if you – yeah. Very so, cool. Good stuff coming come this Yeah, summer, man. So. Great stuff. We're really getting back after the uh, Lighthouse Experiment mission – you know, like we were talking before we started recording that I really felt like just due to the nature of of the COVID season, of COVID 2020 and all that business, we really kind of scaled back to just making sure we had this podcast out every week, yeah. you know, and we are definitely coming back into a season where I can spend some energy, you know, diving back into the ministry and getting yeah. stuff out there and getting some things cracking and yeah it's exciting yeah well i mean even on a basic level to be able to have an event and have food 
mm-hmm. not have it canceled or restricted or all that stuff. You know, I mean, that's really exciting, you know. So um, I'm looking forward to it, you know. I know I, I was joking a couple weeks ago. I'm like, when, when can I do a ride-along? I want to be where the people are, you know. So <laughs> I really am excited to... I don't know, just meet people, welcome them, welcome them in, just hear their story and just say hey and have a good time and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, whoever is listening to this and know they need to come, I'm excited to meet you. How's that? <laughs> well played. There you go. There you go. All right. That's all I got. That's good. That's all I like, got. We're recording this on a Sunday, so I can actually say have a good week instead of when we're midweek. And I'm saying have a good week, but some of y'all have already been like two days in. (laughs) And you're like, dude, it's already a bad week, homie. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yep, that's it. Check us out on FCC underscore TLE podcast on Instagram and the TLE page on Facebook. We also have a community page. All sorts of ways to get a hold of us. And if you're interested, you can join us. Um, We do... Every week, depending on how long it is, we do a devotional on the version app. If you want Jim to add oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. we do that too. So there's lots of different ways to, to connect with this community. Absolutely. That's it. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Freedom Center Church and Kingdom Builders, mm-hmm. for your continued love and support. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>